Greetings, friends, and welcome to this week's Audio Musing. My name is Darian Duckworth, and I am so glad you're here. For nearly a decade now, I have found great joy in writing mostly weekly blog posts on all the good things God is revealing in our world today. This weekly podcast is simply a reading of that post, an audio version of the written musing. I currently serve as a United Methodist pastor in Mississippi and hold a doctorate in end-of-life care. My ministerial passion is companioning individuals and congregations in grief, death, and dying. The views expressed are mine alone and not those of my employer or denomination. My hope is that this somewhat weekly reflection will give you permission to pause and reflect on God's goodness for a few moments to hear His voice and perhaps see Him at work in a new way. Let's jump right in to this week's post. Yoga Theology, the one-on-one roots. Just a brief housekeeping note before we read this week's musing together. Um, This would normally be the week that I offer resources on grief and updates on yoga, as well as links to recent sermons and archive posts. But truth be told, I've not been able to uh, devote as much time this past past month to curating those resources. So we're taking a break for the month of May, and we should have some good content for you in the month of June coming up. So in the meantime, sit back and relax and enjoy this new musing inspired by yoga. When I began studies to become a certified yoga instructor, the opening pages of my textbook revealed a couple of surprising to me facts. Number one, yoga has been around a really long time. And number two, yoga was not originally some workout for a room full of people. It was a one-on-one practice of teacher and student. That second revelation helped me make sense of a lot of the emotions I'd felt around becoming a yoga teacher. I had hesitantly agreed to teach because the classes at the local gym where I lived usually had at least 12 and as many as 20 people. I felt this deep obligation to check everybody's alignment, make sure everybody was safe, and tend to the individuals. This was nearly impossible while leading and teaching the group as a whole, and I found myself stressed in trying to do what felt like multiple jobs at the same time. It actually felt a lot like pastoring a church. When I discovered that yoga's roots were a one-on-one practice that involved more than a practice for the physical body, I felt free. I loved tending to individuals with pastoral care, and that same love carried over to the yoga mat. I made some changes that allowed me to teach smaller classes, and for the most part, they have remained small since then, or at least smaller than those first classes I taught. A few weeks ago, after we celebrated Easter Sunday and the school year began its wind down with increased activities, there were a couple of weeks where I only had one person show up for yoga. And while I missed the regulars who couldn't be there, I remembered in those one-on-one classes why I became a yoga instructor in the first place. And I think I'm beginning to understand why God might have called me to this pastoring gig as well. Because in that closed classes with one on, in the one-on-one instruction, we were able to tailor the practice to the individual, to work on the areas they most needed. And we did more than stretch and move. We talked and we laughed and where two were gathered in his name, God was present. So much of our work involves dealing with groups or organizations no matter who or what we work for. But sometimes we need to remember that God sees each individual and cares for each one person within those groups. We can't meet every need and we can't always do one-on-one work for the sake of time and sanity. But we should never lose sight of the fact that Jesus died for the one, the one lost sheep, the one lost coin, the one lost son, as we see in Luke's parables. The word yoga means to unite in the original Sanskrit language. To unite is to make one. 
And our unity is made up of all the ones who come together to worship the one true God. Let us not become so caught up in generics of a big group that we lose sight of our one-on-one roots as the body of Christ. Let's tell that old, old story of Jesus and his love through our kindness and compassion for the one. Thank you so much for listening to God with me today. To read today's and other musings, learn about Christian yoga, and find resources on grief and hope and much more, visit my website, darianduckworth.com. A link is in the show notes, along with a song selection to accompany this week's musing. And I actually quoted this week's song selection in the last line of the musing. It is titled For the One, and it is by Jen Johnson. I have shared the song before. It actually wasn't that long ago that I shared it, but it is worth listening to once again. Um, because it really encapsulates uh, what I was trying to say today um, about our kindness and compassion that needs to be for each one that God loves and saves. And speaking of music, a special thanks to Julius H. at Pixabay for the lovely music we are able to use on the podcast. You can listen to Julius's other original compositions at the link in the show notes. I look forward to visiting with you again next week. And until then, all good things to each of you.